Welcome in to the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. Let's roll. going on everyone we're one day away from football this is like christmas eve but everybody can celebrate and we got you started kicking off the nfl season with an underdog fantasy draft we got to get one more before the season now all the news is out and since we are doing an underdog draft remember use promo code triple they're going to match your deposit up to hundred dollars that is free money and especially in this economy, you can't turn that down. Doc hosting. I got my normal co-host, Sir, Sir Bradley K. Brad Stradamus on the bottom. How's it going? Gang of playing, man. Ready to ready to beat y'all. All right. I hope you do it. You're taking it home for the triple play team. You're drafting for us. So you better win. Otherwise, we'll find, otherwise we'll find a new replacement. <laughs> to my right, another member of triple play fantasy. Uh, doing the tripwire, we got Alex Mateo. What's going on? Hey, nothing much, Doc. How's it going this evening? Uh, it's going pretty well, besides the fact that uh, you beat us in the NFC Championship game. Never forget. Go Birds. <laughs> Go Birds. Go That's Birds. right. To the right of him, we got Dirty Jobs 21, Mike D. What's going on? What's happening, gentlemen? How we doing? Glad to be here tonight. I'm very excited. Yeah, ready for a good draft. And uh, you got to get that baseball stuff behind you, the baseball pods. Not for another hour tonight. I think you missed the, the timeline on that. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I'll let that update with some football now. We're, what, like 24 hours away, we're going to be watching some football. Oh. That, that's right. Drunk on football in T-minus 24 hours. Below him, we got Joey Bankert at SkyCaptain25 on Twitter. How you doing, Captain? I'm good, Doc. Thanks for having me tonight. I'm excited to, to drop some waiver wire videos this year for, for the team. And let's get this draft going and win some money. That's right. That's right. Well, we're all about winning money and putting out content and then uh, rounding it out. He's not on Twitter, but he's a good friend of mine, Mike Reich, who is going to be single for two more weeks before he gets married. How's it going, sir? Doing well. Thank you for having me. It's funny. I, everybody else is talking about how they're going to win, and I just know I'm ripping up money. So very excited <laughs> for this and happy to lose some money. Hey, the, the thing about best ball drafts is – everybody's on the same playing field and you don't have to check through the entire season unless you want to. And we got Melissa Harris joining us. Melissa is going to be drafting as well. So we have everybody here and we're going to get ready to start our underdog fantasy draft. So just some things about underdog fantasy is as mentioned, it is best ball uh, and they do have some unique scoring. So just going over some of the setting uh, the scoring on there, it's going to be each reception is 0.5 points. Each receiving yard is one. Each um, rushing yard is 0.1. Each passing touchdown is four. Each two-point conversion is two. Each receiving touchdown is six. Each rushing touchdown or uh, rushing touchdown is six. Receiving touchdown is six. 
Passing yards are 0.4, interceptions are minus one, and fumbles are minus two. So let's get this ready to start. And we will go. It's about to start shortly. So let's share the screen here. Now, I want to ask you guys, because this is one of the latest times that you can actually draft for football. A lot of probably majority of home leagues have already started. So are you going to have any different strategies now that we're in best ball season? A little bit. The mid to late rounds, I tend to take the swings on the higher ceiling boom types of players who can have one game where they have a Sorry about that. <laughs> One reception for 50 yards and a touchdown and then don't have a single point the next three weeks because they just won't see your starting lineup those following weeks. So let me ask you, too, because of roster construction, you're starting one QB, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and 10 bench spots. Is that going to change the positions that you draft? Like, are you would you only go two tight ends? Are you going – you know, those positions where you only star one of, are you going to go deeper? I absolutely am going to go deeper on this one. Um, when you're talking about best ball, you almost have to go at least double up on quarterback and at least double up on tight end, just because if you get that one injury, it's going to end your whole entire season, right? Like it, it could be gone in week three. So might as well at least get just two. I mean, you got 10 roster spots, so you're not really clogging a roster. Uh, yep. position skill players or anything like that with that kind of a roster and that kind of a band. So, yep. And draft is started and Mike, I don't know if you saw, but you were first and you took Justin Jefferson. Well, I'm okay with that. And no, I did not see that. Uh, oh, I meant Mike. <laughs> I, there, there's a Mike. Yeah, no. and there's a Mike. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so we went Justin Jefferson, McCaffrey, pretty chalk one, two, and Mel is at three. And if oh, she goes Jamar Chase, that is going to be the chalk one through theory that, that we've seen a lot. She goes Diggs oh, at three. Diggs. I don't hate that, to be honest. I, I think he's going to be, you know, he seems to be somebody that's uh, having a bit of issues with, with the, the Buffalo coaching staff and potentially Josh Allen. So um, they're going to have to feed him to keep him happy. And if, if this is their year, if their window's closing – um, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a, a wide receiver one type season. I do think he's ranked lower than, than consensus this year. Um, and in, in formats where you have to start three wide receivers, that's where you're going to see it go a lot early. I want to ask who took Travis Kelsey. <laughs> they said it's just a bone bruise. He's going to miss likely the first few weeks. If I had to guess which isn't ideal since it is your second round pick. But I was going to say, but with the size of the league only being six teams, when he's on the field, he's without a doubt the best tight end. And it would give me that differentiator. And I was going to draft two tight ends anyway, so didn't okay. really change my strategy too, too much. Okay. All right. No, I mean, you're right. It's a season long game you're playing. And if he's healthy 13 of the weeks, then you're doing pretty well on that. I want to go to Michael Reich, who started the run on quarterbacks, starts out with Justin Jefferson, then goes Tony Pollard and Mahomes. Michael, are you just trying to balance it out, or did you feel like those were the best players available? I, I mean, I have all the other guys in 
every other fantasy league I have, and with the fact that I can stash as many wide receivers on my bench that can have a random breakout game, I mean, I don't see Devontae Adams beating out every single guy on my bench every single week. So I went Mahomes because I think he can do that. Um, and that was kind of my uh, shot-in-the-dark strategy. Okay. So trying to balance it out with the guys yeah. that are you're going to start week in, week out. I like it. I like it. Finishing out the third round, Brad for Team Triple Play goes Jalen Hurts, followed by Brees Hall. Mel has her own strategy. Brees Hall and Stephon Diggs, she's not afraid to get her guy. A.J. Brown, CeeDee Lamb, Amon Ra, the sun god, Alave, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. So Christian Watson, she does not care about the injury report. Brad goes George Kittle, which <laughs> Brad is the 49ers fan in me loves that you did it. But um, the fantasy guy, I don't know. Yeah, man, I, I'm actually really high on George Kittle this year. I I was pretty much blown away with his connection with uh, uh, Brock Purdy last year. And I, I think he's a great safety valve for him and, and somebody that he looks for when, when the deep shot isn't there. And uh, basically... I have him in all of my drafts, anywhere I can get him. If I'm not going Kelsey, I'm going Kittle, or I'm just punting on the position um, altogether because I don't really trust anybody else. But you got six seconds to make a pick for us. (laughs) I do see this. And if you – okay, Devonta Smith, I like that. I was afraid you were going to auto-draft Cooper Cup. Never that, never that. So I'm going to say Mike, a.k.a. Dirty Jobs. You're at two running backs, two wide receivers right now. Where do you think you're going for your next pick? What you're on the clock? Bob. Oh, I know where I'm going on this next pick. We're going with the King, Josh Allen, baby. Josh Allen. Okay. Fair enough. I see a lot of strategies here where people are going running back and receiver heavy. Uh, we, Joey right now is two running back, three to receiver. He's on the turn at the five, six round here. So let's see where he goes. I like Waddle's value at the five, six. This is tough what I want to do with my next one. I'm debating quarterback or if I want to keep so backing those many receivers. Options. There are so many options, man. I think, I think you should just get auto-pick Cooper Cup and give me the choice. <laughs> and I went Lamar. Back to Mateo, who took some Mari Cooper, and then back to Dirty Jobs. That's a great Twitter handle, by the way. How'd you come up with that? Um, actually on one of my last shows that I was on, I got, uh, I was, uh, working on when I was talking to the producer and I opened up a washing machine and I got sick into a vacuum and he, he gave me the nickname. So <laughs> I'm a, I'm a guy who does a lot of repair work and things like that. I see a lot of gross stuff. I used to have a lot of stuff on Instagram, but then, uh, one of the companies I took pictures of their stuff got really mad at me. So I kind of stopped doing it after a while. <laughs> we got to keep the dirty uh, jobs name to a minimum. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so catching up on some picks to finish out the fifth and to begin the sixth with Lamar Jackson, followed by ETN, Najee Harris, Justin Fields, Cooper Cup, Michael Reich at the 6.6. You took Cooper Cup. Do you think he's only missing four games? Uh, I don't. I think he's going to miss more. But again, at the end of the year, if I need, if he comes back and they're somehow in competition and he's going to play, I think he's one of the best wide receivers still out there. So why not take a chance on him? Okay. You sold me on that. Not really, but um, I, uh, <laughs> I can't really argue in a best ball. That's that's legit the, the strategy that some people do. Brad takes Kenneth Walker. I love that pick. And then 
Following that, we have a little run on wide receivers, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, DJ Moore, and then Joe Mixon. Um, I kind of want to open up the floor. I don't think many of us do six-person drafts. So with the 30-second clock and the fact that the, the, the league is so small, is this throwing anyone off? I just keep thinking like, man, you guys are letting me, letting all these guys fall to me. But then I remember it's a six-person draft. I'm like, oh, their teams probably look as locked and loaded as mine does right now. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. It's like, oh, man, he really found it. It's like, oh, he's like pick – like Aaron Jones. It's like not even pick 45. Pick right. 44. And it's like, oh, yeah. man, that's a steal. It's the eighth round. That's like it's really – I will say it kind of defeats the purpose of taking a flyer when you have such small leagues. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's also very true. And the great thing about underdog, you can do three-person drafts, which we did some for our baseball. You know, you and your buddies do it on a Tuesday night and, you know, kind of winner take all. Or you can do 20-person drafts, and you can do everything in between. And what's really great is you can do as many drafts as you want, not have to worry to check about during the season, and then say, I got exposure to certain players, so that way you don't have the FOMO. And just a little plug to use promo code triple deposit match up to a hundred free money. I'm going to make it rain here. He's a professional (laughs) professional plugs. All right. So going after the Kenneth Walker and run of receivers, we have DK Metcalf. We have Aaron Jones that Alex was talking about. Then Aaron Rodgers. That's interesting for an eighth round pick, but you know what? Mel is getting her person and watch her win uh, before him. Darren Waller. So tight ends are starting to fall. Pacheco, Justin Herbert, who, Ooh, Mike, that didn't scare you too much from taking him. I, you, you take a Justin Herbert and Jonathan Taylor between him and cup. You're really swinging for the fence. I'm telling you it's uh it's my strategy. It's either going to be a bust or, Probably still be a bust. So, you know what? In these type of leagues, sometimes you have to do an all or nothing. You got to be contrarian and zig when others zag. Brad exactly. takes T. Brad takes T. Higgins for us. J.K. Dobbins, Damian Pierce, Tyler Lockett, Joe Burrow, Dallas Goddard, Jahan Dotson. We are now in the middle of the tenth. Deontay Johnson just got taken. And guys, is there something wrong with Debo? Why he has not been taken? Uh, to me. He's way too inconsistent, um, especially with Brock Purdy back there. It's not like he's a cog that, you know, you can count on him for 10 catches every game. Um, he's somebody that's going to have huge games where he's going to have 30, and then he's going to have a lot of games where there's zero. And in a best ball, that's kind of uh, uh, somebody that you might want to take a look at, but we also don't have to reach here So uh, with, with, you know, such small league size. So um, I, I think in a bigger league, he'd definitely go earlier. Brad, this is going to be the one pick. Take him. It's pick six. Uh, I'm not doing take it. him. Pick, Brad, take him. It. Brad, take him. He's going to fall trust... like Debo did in the championship game. You took Christian Kirk over Debo? I did. I did. Oh, He's my more... gosh. I, I, trust, I trust that Jacksonville offense more than I do the San Francisco one. That's, oh, gosh. I'll take Debo at the 11-4. I'll take it. I'll, I'll put it out of the misery. <laughs> Hey, hey, Mike, what are you doing Tuesdays today? We could use a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Sanders rounding out the 11th. And then Alexander Madison. So I think this is kind of where we see the cutoff for the quote-unquote bell cow potential or RB1 types. 
you know, Miles Sanders and Alexander Madison, it's their first year leading a backfield slash new team. So it's a little bit of uncertainty. I think after this, you know, you're kind of taking guys that are in committees or that are high end handcuffs, handcuffs, right? I don't know about that. We still got Cam Akers on the board. Oh, Cam Akers. That's it's yeah. If you take Cam Akers and not Debo at that point, I'm taking Cam Akers. I'm literally going to throw my computer. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, congrats. We're not winning. Somebody in this league's getting $27 richer at the end. And this is what I was talking about with DeAndre Swift going at the 12th, um, the 12 six at pick 72 in a three headed backfield, essentially. And I think Swift does have the highest upside of those, but Deandre Swift also doesn't have the cleanest bill of health, but neither does, does Penny. Oh yeah. That's I, I slammed Penny's unders and then Gainwell. This would be, and his my, does he auto pick? Oh. Williams. I thought it, it thought it clicked. It didn't work. Who were you trying to take? Uh, Pickens. Ah, it had it up, but no die. Yeah, in these leagues too, you got to be decisive. The the thirty second clocks are killer, but they also do slow drafts. So we could do things where we're we're having a draft in thirty minutes, and ones where it can take close to thirty days. And going back to Swift, the one thing I will say: the Eagles when they traded for him. On draft weekend on Bleacher Report, there's an article that came out that the Eagles offered Swift a multi-year extension prior to him even stepping foot in Philly, and he turned it down and is betting on himself. The worst case, they're going to run him into the ground, going to give him a lot of volume, he walks, and then Howie just gets a fourth-round pick back. Well, worst case, he gets hurt like he always does. (laughs) Well... Brad, I, I don't understand. Me and Brad would have not drafted a, a similar team at all, taking three tight ends but passing up Debo. Don't understand at all. I, I'll, I'll let you take the floor and tell me your strategy. <laughs> That's why I'm the winner, man. I um, Basically, the way I look at it is the people that I took, like uh, Chig, you know, he's a tight end out of Maryland. Um, he didn't get used a lot in his rookie year. Um, but when he did, he was really explosive. Um, and right now, he's going to be the only tight end on the roster. He's going to get a lot of snaps in that Titans offense where it's just basically it's him, it's uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and it's Derrick Henry. Um, I don't know what to expect from the Titans, but I know he could have a lot of games where he's getting like 10 targets a game. So I I don't know. I, I just really like the upside of Chig. Um, he's not talked about a lot. Um and it's just—it's mainly because people aren't high on Ryan Tannehill, and I understand Brad, I, that. But was that? I'm going to give you a lot of pushback. There are two teams that have two quarterbacks. Three have one. We have three. Nobody right. has nobody has more than two tight ends, and that's one person. And we have three. You have five wide receivers and four running backs at the positions where they're most likely injured, and we're going to need more because we start at least three a week and Trust two me, running backs. This is a deep. This is a deep league, man. There's there's only six people here. There's a have, lot of running you back. Have, you have you have you have 18 rounds total. Yeah, and we're about to take wide receivers and running backs here. Go forward. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. He said he's he's got he's got me. 
he's got me settled. Good, uh, good value for Ayuk um, at the pick 92, pick 16 too. Um, so as we're getting ready to, I mean, we have two rounds left. We've done this in 20 minutes. What are everybody's thoughts on their team? Do you like it? Do you have regret? I like my team like so my far. Team. I think, yeah, I'm digging it, man. But I mean, I, I think if you're in a six, like what's not to like? Like you should have a ton of starters. What you're not going to like is your opponent's roster because it's going to look nasty. Yeah, yeah, everyone's got really nice rosters out there. It's going to be uh, a lot of high-scoring matchups, and I feel like a lot Except of people should feel pretty good. Aaron tell it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I Odell Beckham, I liked that pick yesterday. I met him, or I, I like that pick. I met him yesterday. He's a nice guy, so. Oh, that's good. Cool. <laughs> um, I will say, from doing these in baseball, everybody's team is stacked, but then you see how many injuries happen, and yeah. – it's if you feel the healthy team where you minimize your injuries, that can be what wins you the league rather than trying to hit on these late picks or think of the guys at the highest upside. As long as you can feel the healthy team for the entirety of the season, you have a pretty good shot of winning, at least what I've seen in baseball. No, that's definitely the biggest factor here is the overall health of the team. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just looking at how much, you know, Drake London is a guy that has been going you know, round six, seven, and a lot of drafts that he's still available. People like Jerry Judy that will miss the first quarter of the season, maybe third of the season, and he probably won't get drafted at all. Um, it's just, it's, it's interesting to see the different trends that we have on here. And, you know, Melissa goes with her second QB, Brad takes McKinnon and Mike is Oof. on the clock for the last pick. Mr. Irrelevant. Oh, let's go. All right. So we have the draft complete. Fellas, thank you so much for joining us. Just out of curiosity, was this people's first time doing underdog? Have you guys been doing a lot of drafts throughout the season? I know we kind of have a mixed bag in here. Melissa had a lot of fun. Um, this is my first time. I actually used my promo code for triple um, on the on the old Thanks, underdog sir. site and just downloaded it yesterday, as a matter of fact. And so, yeah, this is my first draft on here. It's pretty cool, man. That was fast. It was uh, a lot faster than I thought it was going to be, man. I was like sitting there thinking, well, you know, 17, 18 rounds is going to be a while, but uh, no, not at all. No, yeah. it goes by pretty quick. It was less than 23 minutes. <laughs> yeah, this was my uh, – I've only done a handful – full of uh, best balls this year. So a little, little different strategy going in than your traditional redraft league where you set the full lineup week in and week out with the waiver. Yeah. But I like it more. Set it, forget it, and it, it's not going to ruin my Sundays. <laughs> you're telling me you're not checking this every Sunday even though that there's nothing that you can change? Maybe not this one, but the other leagues. Absolutely. Come like opening kickoff of the 4 o'clock game, my wife's like, Really, you're going to give yourself an aneurysm? I'm like, it is what it is. <laughs> Brad, what about you? Best balls. Oh, sorry, sorry, Doc. I love me some best balls. This is my second year doing underdogs, so I've got a, quite a few best balls going this year. I'll, I'll try not to spend too much time checking them each week uh, to avoid that stress, but uh, we'll see how it turns out. And you know what? Come four months, we'll be talking now, and one of us will have bragging rights. And it will probably be Melissa, who's not in here, 
we won't know what she looks like and she'll have just taken all of our money blindly. <laughs> so, well, we're a little bit under the 25 minute mark. So I just want to go around the horn, give everybody a chance to plug where you can find them on the socials or anything that they're promoting. Al, start with you first. Appreciate it, Doc. Thanks again for having me on. You guys can find me doing the Tripwire podcast Monday evenings, part of the Triple Play Network, and you can find me on Twitter at AlexMateo94. Awesome, awesome. He's definitely worthy of a follow, and he's going to tweet a lot about Philly sports, that's for sure. Mike, Dirty Jobs 21. I gave away the Twitter handle. What else should they know about you? Um, you got to watch us Saturday night. We got our DFS show uh, happening Saturday night where we're going to go over some FanDuel underdog and some uh, DraftKings lineups. And then uh, on Sunday morning, we got the Blitz where we got the start sit also right here on the Triple Play Network, man. And that, the Blitz, the start sit. Week one, it's pretty boring. Um, Week one is always quiet. Week two, after somebody blows an ankle in week one, then we get busy, man. And it gets really fun. A lot of people interacting. It's a great time. I already can't wait. Yeah. Grab a, a slice of pizza, glass of wine Saturday, set your lineups, listen to these guys. Sounds pretty ideal to me. Mr. Sky Captain, Mr. Money, Joey Bankert. Where can they find you on the socials? All right. You can find me at SkyCaptain25 on Twitter or X, as I'm sure it's called now. Um, So feel free to get your uh, content from there. I'll be tweeting a lot about Philly sports, similar to Alex, I'm sure. And I'll be dropping uh, videos throughout the year for waiver wire ads. So if you're looking for people to replace when those once those injuries hit, make sure to watch those videos that I'll be dropping for the Triple Play Network. Awesome. Yeah. And and Joey, Mike and Alex are great follows. Make sure that you follow them if you're not already. Mr. Michael Rice, I don't believe you're on X, but anything you want to plug? Just triple play fantasy. Excited to be here. If you need anybody to say a bunch of dumb shit, I'm happy to join. (laughs) Mike, you broke the one rule that we don't cuss on these pods. You're good for 95% of it. I'm just messing with you. It happens. The host can't cuss. That's the standard, but we allow the guests to. No problem at all. And uh, I will, I'll give my kudos to Mike. If you think that I do an okay job hosting, this guy would probably be a better host once you get a little bit of practice because he is hilarious. He just did a write up for our league that must have taken two days breaking down every team, taking jabs at it. You need commissions (laughs) like that, and he's not even a commission. So shout out, Mike. And then Brad. I'll let you have the floor. Yeah, man. You can uh, you can find me on this show every week on our podcast feed as well as the YouTube channel for the Triple Play Fantasy YouTube channel. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, at Sir Bradley K, Twitter slash X. And um, I also write basketball, football, and baseball um, for Fantrax. Uh, you can find that at FantraxHQ.com. And I'm also a ranker on Fantasy Pros if you want to check that out as well. So, yeah, there's... I got a little bit of an internet presence. You can find me around. You can you can talk your talk your talk to me. You can you can tell me I'm wrong. You can tell me I'm right. Um, I'll be around. Brad's gonna plug that he works for all these sites and does all these rankings, and yet we're gonna find, we're gonna finish in last. No, never that. Never <laughs> that. Like, never that. Just like in typical fantasy analyst fashion, the ones that talk the most <laughs> usually don't don't finish. Just messing with you, Brad. I'm obviously hoping we win. And, and you have a different strategy than I do, but who's to say that one works and one doesn't? So It's the beauty of it, right? That's why we play. It is. It is. But for everybody that tunes in and watches Triple Play Fantasy, we appreciate it. We're coming live every Tuesday evening between 730 and 8, giving you 
previews till next week. The guys are going to give you some waiver wire. We're going to give you a little bit of humor because that's what we do. And we're going to make like a bread truck and haul these buns. We'll catch you guys on the next one. And everybody, enjoy week one. Football's back. Let's go.